Welcome to the One Body, One Life podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wan, lifestyle physical therapist. I talk about everything health and wellness related so you too can have a more resilient body and a more fulfilling life. If you haven't yet, we have well over a thousand listeners today. It would help me greatly if you can leave a five-star rating on Spotify or iTunes. That way I can continue to grow this channel and push for more free content to all of you. Today, I wanted to share with you five health benefits to being in love. Now, this is in dedication to Valentine's Day. And in the wise words of the great philosopher, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet asks, how do you spell love? And Winnie thinks for a second and he answers, you don't spell love, you feel it. And as a huge Disney fan, there's more to love than just saying, I love you or saying we love something or someone. When you feel it, express it and give it every single day, it can have immense benefits to your health and overall well-being. So let's dive into this now. What are the five health benefits to being in love. And the first one is love alleviates stress. And when you love someone or do something loving for someone, it secretes a chemical in your brain called oxytocin, AKA that's our gratitude or our bonding hormone. This helps in lowering blood pressure and improves mood and reduces stress levels associated with stress. And ironically, studies show that when you first fall in love, cortisol levels actually rise. So likely this could be due to increased stress from what is she like or what makes her angry and how did it make her happy? So when it comes to kind of figuring out the relationship, a lot of times our stress levels are higher because our heart rate increases when the person comes by. Um, we're trying to figure the person out. So that's what ends up happening. But a 2005 study titled The Neurobiology of Love by Esch et al. showed that chronically over time, love becomes associated with overall less anxiety and improved parasympathetic control under stressful situations. So if you don't know what that is, parasympathetic is your rest and digest nervous system, which helps overall to calm the body down and therefore ends up being um, obviously with stress that creates free radicals in the body, which is kind of like the precursor to many diseases that we see in the hospital. So number two, love keeps the doctor away. And studies show that feeling loved or cared for tends to boost the immune system and reduces the chance of catching a cold and other viral infections. So those who have a loving support system also tend to recover more quickly from an illness. So if you realize that sometimes when we are sick, when our mother or our father used to care for us, is that we actually tend to reduce that sickness faster versus maybe somebody that lives alone or is in a very stressful situation at all times, uh, they're not secreting or expressing love enough, is that those are the people that tend to have that illness last a lot longer and therefore that can create a lot of chronic issues later on down the road. Okay, so number three, love can ease acute or chronic pain. And it's similar to how love reduces anxiety. Love can also increase activity in the area of the brain associated with the control of pain. Happily, married couples have reported having fewer complaints of back pain and headaches. And Dr. Sean Mackey, Chief Division of Pain Management from Stanford Medicine, states that when people are in this passionate, all-consuming phase of love, there are significant alterations in their mood that are impacting their experience of pain. So it actually turns out that areas of the brain activated by intense love are the same areas that drugs use to reduce pain. So when thinking about your significant other, there is an intense 
activation in the reward area of the brain, the same area that lights up when you take cocaine, believe it or not, and the same area that lights up when you win a lot of money. So it's amazing to note that pain and love have significant overlap. I remember that when there was someone who passed in my life that I loved dearly, I actually felt actual pain, physical pain in my heart. And days later, I felt an intense pain in my neck and back. But conversely, the flip side to the coin is loving someone intensely in your life, like my wife, allows someone to not have to just rely on drug for pain relief. And many other things that I've talked about on this podcast, they can simply just get the reward of pain relief through love itself. So number four, number four is the love allows you to feel attached and safe. Oxytocin, again, is released through physical contact, like hugging, kissing, as well as sexual uh, intimacy, and deepened feelings of attachment towards your partner, and that produces sensations of contentment, calmness, and security. And according to a Harvard Medical School report, the love hormone substantially increases social attachment and trust amongst your partners or partner. So love also secretes dopamine our reward and addiction hormone that makes couples feel happier around each other. And therefore we become addicted to seeing each other and to expressing that love more often. So it's kind of like a good cycle in the right direction. And lastly, number five, number five, love allows you to conquer your goals and conquer severe illness, sharing mutual life goals and having someone to support you through challenges pushes you to conquer obstacles and reach your goals quicker. Love also allows you to express deeply embedded core values with your partner using each other as accountability and enables you to tap into your partner's skill set and utilize their strengths to compensate for your weaknesses. Love also brings a stronger sense of accomplishment when you meet your goals and a stronger sense of why you are trying to reach your goals, even if you are failing. So they've actually done studies on this where if somebody has trying to achieve a certain goal, but let's say they either one, have a plan B um, or two, they don't have really something like a deep sense of why they're doing it. Like they don't, they're doing it for their kids or they're doing it for their spouse. Um, it greatly increases their chance of failing that goal. So essentially with love, you have a blanket of support that makes you feel as if you can conquer anything versus if you had no, so no social support or love. And this also rings true for studies that have been in hospice or palliative care, where people with either chronic kidney disease or they're on their, their, their deathbed. Um, and oftentimes, it's not always the case that palliative care leads to death. And I'm sure that a lot of people have that assumption. But when you look at certain studies where if somebody was in hospice and they had deep social support um, or they love someone dearly, or even if they had a very strong religious uh, background, that can actually increase their chances of survival versus somebody that has no social, no social support, um, are very isolated, and they don't express love in their life. Um, so a quote that I read recently on Instagram that hopefully should ring true to all you guys on Valentine's Day week is true love conquers all obstacles, defies all storms, and deepens its colors with the passage of time. And I think this rings true to me because when I started my coaching business back in 2019, I quit a corporate job that gave me a lot of financial security. I was taking a lot of risk. And I started with nothing, knew nothing about business or how to operate a team. And it was very troubling times. I even remember talking to my friends as well as my wife. And I was in a state of depression. Uh, I broke down to my wife. 
Um, and I said, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I can have the impact that I want on other people's lives. And at one point, um, it came to that point where I was contemplating just shutting down my business. And therefore, I wouldn't have my Instagram. I wouldn't have this podcast that I'm speaking to you guys. But I remember my wife, um, of all people, the person that means the most to me, telling me that she would support me regardless of the circumstances. And there were times when she would help me on my business. Uh, she would pay for the dinner. She would create posters and uh, send messages to potential clients and help me film things for my marketing. And when I think about it that way, that was really an expression of love. Even though, sure, I, I could have failed the business. I think she would have still supported me, but she wanted to stick it through me through thick and thin. Um, and that's, I think that what's really defines the definition of love. And after three and a half years of being in business, um, you know, my business is thriving. I have well over 600 plus clients. I have a great podcast. I have great social support, um, especially for my wife and my kid. Even though my kid doesn't know what I'm doing, I know that, uh, you know, he, he also... I can see it in his eyes, um, his expression of love and how much how much he is just addicted to me and my wife. Um, and just just in those those sense, it makes my life feel a lot more accomplished. I feel a lot happier and therefore I have much less pain. I have very low blood pressure. I work out relentlessly. Um, and I think all of those things comes down to love. I have a love for my wife, my kids. Um, I have a love for for life and for working out. And it doesn't have to be someone, but I think being in love with something or someone, um, I think that can go a very long way. And therefore, this podcast continues to be around because of love. So hopefully you found this helpful and happy Valentine's Day for all the people out there. I hope that you guys have great relationships um, and continue to thrive because you know that there are plethora of benefits to love and being in love. So hopefully you can express that not just today on um, on Valentine's week, but to also express that on a daily basis. So if you enjoyed this episode, definitely hit that subscribe or follow button. I release new episodes every morning on Wednesdays. And I love if you can leave a rating or review on Spotify or iTunes. So my content will reach more people who could benefit from the tips I put out. And you could be a huge part in growing my podcast. And there's any feedback at all, uh, good or bad, if there's any specific things you want me to cover in future episodes, send a quick text. My cell is 415-965-6580 or email me at jason at flexordrj.com and I reply to all my messages personally. And so I'll leave you always with these last words of advice. We only have one body, one life. Make every action you take be the best one that makes you a better version of you. Take care.